fake. Fields sets, delivers That's right, baby. Play it. Bears win. Bears win. I don't care if it's against the Lions. Neither does anyone else. At least not mostly. 24-14, 2-2, season's alive. Habit will be getting going here. Sponsored by your local Chevy dealer, ChevyDriveChicago.com. Let me just make one point before we go anywhere. November 8th last year, last season, the Bears lost to the Titans 24-17. to Before they went to the Vikings game, Matt Nagy announced that he's no longer calling plays. Now, they lost that Vikings game, and they only scored 13 points. But they went from 13 to 25 to 30 to 36 to 33 to 41, and then the season ended with the dud, Green Bay, and the Saints. But their offense got better and somehow he promoted himself back to play calling in the offseason. But he clearly gave it up today. And voila. They, oh, it looked, oh, it looked hey, bad. hey, Nagy cannot call the plays. Oh, oh, hey, hey, don't let Nagy call the plays. That's what it means right there. That's the new fight song of the Chicago Bears. Hey, what was the turning point in this game? On Wednesday, Detroit showed up. That was the turning point. They came in 0-3, and they're the worst than everything. Are you kidding me? The turning point was on Wednesday when somebody took the Denny's menu out of Nagy's hands and said, You're done. No more. And I got to tell you, there was so much r- rhythm with the offense early. And okay, they kind of got a little sloppy at the end. We know David Montgomery left the game with an injury. It doesn't look good. All in all, that was so much of an improvement from the prior three weeks when the offense was an embarrassment, OB. They were, it wasn't good, bad, or indifferent. They were an embarrassment. This, a huge step forward, and yeah, Detroit's Detroit, but man, those guys, they fought it out to the end. Well, Danny, it's, it's simple. <clears throat> simple to see what they did. Guess what? The opening play, folks, they came out with twin tight ends and pretty much ran it all day long. And what did they do? They gave Montgomery before he got hurt. He had 23 carries for 106 yards. He's got to carry minimum of 20, 25, 30 times a day for us to win a football game. What that brings in a play action. That brings in your entire passing game because you can run the football. There's a lot of things that you can do. And one thing I like today, Lazor came up with, what about this, folks? We actually threw a pass that went 64 yards. My, my. Isn't that amazing if you try to attempt to go downfield, what could happen on a, on a fly padding? Or that, and that was a deep post pattern. So we kind of opened it up a little bit, Danny, but the running game got it going. The twin tight ends to offset our offensive line. They gave them all the help in the world, and we went downfield, and we acted like we knew what the hell we were doing. Now, the only thing, folks, that I have a problem with is third down efficiency, and that is a critical down in the National Football League. All right? We are now, we went one for 11 last year, I mean last week, one for 11, and we went one for nine today. One for nine today, one for 11. That 
when we start playing good teams, folks, if we don't convert on third down, we're not going to win a football game. Okay? That means you're eating up the clock, you're moving it down the field, and you're scoring points. And that we're not doing. Inside, Detroit was inside our 10-yard line today four times. Four times it came out with no points. Mark Carmen made a, a, a remark at the end of the game. All they had to do was kick four field goals, and we'd have lost the game today. So there's a lot of uh, uh, pluses that are good. We take the victory, and, 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 and let's go from it. And number one thing today, if anybody in the Bear organization keep Nagy away from play calling. Let Bill Lazor, let him handle it. Hey, let him hey, handle it with ho, Fields. Ho, Maggie's play calling's and, out of go. Yeah, and do, <laughs> let's get to the running game. Keep your tight ends in there and go downfield, flood a zone, go for the passes, attack downfield. That's what we did today. Congratulations to the Bears for a, a, a victory, even though it's against the, what now, 0-4 Detroit Lions. It's a win. And the big point is I like what we saw. They went downfield. They attacked downfield. They ran the football like you're supposed to do. We went to some play action. They had some sprint outs and bootlegs. That's the damn thing they should have been doing from the first game this year. So, again, to Bill Lazor, congratulations. To Justin Fields, congratulations. And the rest of the team, great job done today, guys. I, the big question this week, and it's going to be talked about ad nauseum until he decides what he's doing, and I'm sure he's going to drag it out, but who is going to start at quarterback next week? Matt Nagy has said ad nauseum again that Andy Dalton is his number one, and most likely it was close that Dalton was going to be ready this week, so he's probably going to be ready to play against the Raiders. The what only you- problem with that, our head coach is clueless. He's proven he's clueless. Four years here, his decisions and what we've done, are you kidding me? Do you know why he said Andy Dalton is still the starter before this game? You know why? Because if something were to have gone astray and this offense fall completely apart today under Bill Lazor, then he could blame not only the young rookie quarterback, but Bill Lazor, and then go, okay, we're going back with Dalton, and I'm going to start calling the plays again. Here's the reason. Great point, Danny. Yes, he, it was all a heads bet, and now he's going to say, how can I stand in the way of the future? Because we saw the kid play, I'm talking about Justin Fields, with accuracy, with poise, and with great maturity. I mean, he made a lot of smart plays yes, out, of, out of some bad situations. It was- so, again, this OB. It's Nagy covering his own crack. Absolutely. Anything he comes out of his mouth, I'm going to tell you, folks, you have no idea what a horrible coach this guy is. <laughs> he has, he is clueless of what, how to hell to coach a team in the National Football League. So again, Lazor, great job. And, and, and again, even though it was against the Lions, it was a great victory for us. The fans needed it. The players needed it. And, 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 and Detroit came in. And we did what we had to do, and we got a great victory today. Let's just go forward with it. You know who he is? Uh, Matt Nagy is Governor Petamain. Just, oh, yeah, just sign these papers. Yeah, okay, that's great. Just stay out of the way, Nagy. Stay out of the way. Let the coaches coach the players play. Phone number is 312-981-7200. We'll take a ton of, ton of calls. We're with you till 5 o'clock. Justin Fields, for the record on the day, 11 of 17, 209 yards. Now, he was picked off one time on a deflected ball, and he was sacked once. 
which is a far cry from nine times last week. So his total yards net passing, 185, which is, I don't know, 185 times better Mark, than one what yard. I, what I want to tell you this, and just to right? go back to what I mentioned earlier, yeah. the key stat for me in this game was that one for nine on third down conversions. And last week, one for 11. You cannot have it. You will not have a winning season if you continue to put on that particular stat, folks. If you don't convert on third down, you're not going to win a football game from week to week to week, and you're not going to get in the playoffs, and you're not going to win a Super Bowl. You've got to be a hell of a lot better than that. 312-981-7200. The uh, rain is falling, uh, which, uh, okay, we're downtown. So I guess we're going to get the wet lions uh, on the team bus headed back to the airport. We thank you, Detroit. <laughs> you saved our season. Yes, you have. We appreciate you showing up at Soldier Field. Yep. You know what the thing is? They're inside our 10-yard line. Four you talk times. about a team with bad luck. The center snaps the ball when the quarterback's not even <laughs> under there. The ball bounces up in the air right in our guy's hands, our defense tackle's head. You Four times inside up. the 10. And, and uh, what did I tell you? We get the bounce of the ball. We get the tip ball. It's unbelievable. I hope it keeps going. Our guy was loving it. That's right. He's back. Longtime sponsor, Nationwide Agent Jeff Vukovic. For all your auto home business needs, contact Vuk at jeffvuk.com. And remember, Nationwide is on your side. All right, OB made a great, 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 great point at the saddest moment of today's game. I want to come back and talk about that. I think that's a radio tease. Hampton will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN. Oh, hey, hey, Maggie cannot call the place. Ho, ho, hey, hey, don't let Maggie call the place. That's what it means. It's already spread in the nation. That's the big man for you. <laughs> Bears win 24-14. When did, that, when did you pop up with that idea, Hampton? It just came to me. I'm, not, I'm like, what is the main thing we <laughs> learned today? <laughs> Nagy's hey, hey, call the oh, plays. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Uh, no, I mean, right. how long have we had what the Chicago Six? Mm, yeah, long time. Long hey, time. You know, you you had something that you were going to bring up that was very profound by my partner here. Yeah, so it was eleven minutes to go in the game, and everybody in Chicago held their breath, and uh, guys went down in the field to pray for David Montgomery because whatever the knee injury was, it did not look good, and Fox didn't show the replay. And then, as they're not showing the replay because it was, cause it was so gruesome. They show Montgomery walking off the field, walking off, walking out the sidelines to the locker room. No. And OB, you were you go ahead and say what you said. All right, I told him that's that's an absolute no no. <clears throat> it's been proven. Like you get cranked, whether it's your your knee, your ankle, or whatever, and, and pretty good. And you let them walk off the field. He should have been on a cart and taken inside and and been X-rayed there, not walking on it. Because at the best of my memory. More damage could be done of a, after an injury of a person walking on his knee or his ankle than actually the injury itself. You can do more harm. And, I, and, and they were taking him in, and he's limping the way he's limping, and a guy's helping him that never should have been. He should have been on a cart, and he should have been wheeled in because damage will happen. Ask any doctor. They'll tell you that. And I was thinking when he was walking off, not the same because, I mean, David's great. He's, he's not Gail Sayers' level. But, uh, of course, you remember uh, when Gail got hurt. 
I, I sure do. It's against the 49ers. Matter of fact, right in, right in Wrigley Field. And, boy, you're talking about a runner that uh, I don't think to, to this day that nobody can compare with him. Did he have the longevity? No. But there's nobody that could run like Gale Sayers. Nobody. But what I like about this kid, Montgomery, he wants the ball, and he fights for every inch, and he doesn't go down. He fights, and he fights, and he fights. It's unfortunate. Sooner or later, you know, you, these great runners, they get cranked. Things happen. But when I saw them, he's walking off the field into the tunnel. That was a no-no. That was a big mistake, Dan. Believe me. Yeah, and, you know, we're all prone to try to be John Wayne and walk it. Yeah, but yeah, it, it, that's his, the essence of who he is. He wants to be the toughest guy on the field, and he's played like that. Let's hope that it's nothing really, really severe, but probably is something. I mean, if yeah, you want to be for op- him to come out, if you want to be optimistic, letting him walk on it, maybe it's not as bad. But I, it certainly didn't. No, feel no, like that. you get cranked like that, and and he's and he's got to go in for X-rays. That you know, it's, it he didn't get a sliver. Yeah. Okay. He got cranked pretty good, and for him to walk all that distance on that leg, and it does, it happens. You can do more damage to it. It's not smart. I'm with you a thousand percent, OB. Damian Williams, who will be the guy if Montgomery can't go, he certainly looked capable today. Eight carries, fifty-five yards, but that would be an enormous loss for the Bears. Enormous. Sure, he he, and and you know what? A smart offensive coordinator would have realized what he is and who he is, and made him the focal point of the offense thus far in the season. And now that we kind of say, wow, if we. We do build on the running game with the two uh, tight ends, play action, and so set up the, the downfield. To, well, let's hope that he's not out. That's all I'm saying. Well, the key here was for the Bears to come out offensively and come out with a two tight end set. That is smart football. Okay? You understand the kind of offensive line you have, so you make adjustments. And they did it today. They did make adjustments. I like the play calling. They went downfield. They went over the middle. They actually acted like they knew what the hell they were doing. And Justin Fields, I thought he was more than credible. He he was there play after play, quarter after quarter, giving it everything he had. And hopefully we've got a great future with him. But just keep Nagy out of the way. He's got to stay out of the offensive game plan, period. The 64-yard bomb to Mooney was just, that was a thing of beauty. Double. How long have I, how many years have I been screaming about this? About seven. Go downfield. Attack. Act like you know what the hell you're doing. And, and, And folks, I'm just telling you, we'll break it all down, but if you watch this game, and we know that, that, Justin Fields has all the attributes. He's got poise and he's got strength and he can run and all that. But his, he threw so many good balls today, better than what we saw out of the kid that was the first overall pick in the draft in 2016. And I'm talking about, the, you know, playing for, uh, J- uh, Jared Goff, playing for the uh, Lions. Oof. How inaccurate he was. So much of the time at, it, it, it was great for us, but I'm just saying when you look at apples to apples today, our quarterback outplayed you know the first overall pick in the draft. The and, one question I'd like to ask that some of our listeners, I'll tell you what, we're going into Las Vegas the next weekend. They're they're a pretty good football team, well coached football team. I just wonder, is this a start? Can we go in there and can we take down the Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders? Gonna and be- then after that, folks, we're at home against the dreaded Green Bay Packers. 
So we got about three or four games coming up that are really going to be, you want to talk about, uh, you know, your intestinal fortitude, boy, and, and making things happen and being playing smart football and tough football. We got about four games coming up. It's going to be real testers. Raiders, Packers and Aaron Rodgers, Brady and the Bucks on the road, San Francisco, Super Bowl contender. Then it gets a little bit easier on Monday night, November the 8th, when they take on the uh, 39-year-old-led Ben Roethlisberger, Pittsburgh Steelers. But, but those these next four games are so critical, and thank God we we got we got we rectified some things today. Okay, offensive sets, using tight ends, going downfield. That's what we needed. That's and that's what happened today. I was talking to upper management OB about sending the show to Las Vegas. I figured you want to go to you know do the show from the strip. Nope. Yeah, I didn't think so. I want to do it from right here, right here in Chicago with the greatest <laughs> fans. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I've been here my whole life. You people are just phenomenal. No slot machines, no tables. Right here, baby. Right here is right. All right. Hey, Dave, Mark, Chris, Maurice, Carl, you. We'll get to a bunch of calls after the 3.30 news. Here. Hang in there. 312-981-7200. Bears win it today. 24-14, Justin Fields, his best day by far as the Bears quarterback. A lot of positive things happened today. And, yes, we're with you till 5 o'clock today. Uh, the Bears postgame show also sponsored by the Rosen Auto Group. Sponsors of the Rosen Red Zone Report. Uh, it is time for the Red Zone the Rosen Red Zone Report, sponsored by Scott Levy's Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin and Kenosha. Uh, the Red Zone Report is the Lions in the Red Zone today, Hamp. Four times, Zippo. I've never seen such ineptitude. And your comment at the end of the game, if they kick the uh, the field goal every time they get inside the 10, guess what? They win a game. It, it'd be it's a, crazy. It would have been a lot more interesting. All right, 3.30, check the news on 720 WGN. Chevy Dealers, Dan Hampton's Defensive Player of the Game. It is time for Dan Hampton's Defensive Player of the Game, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers, ChevyDriveChicago.com. Hampton will be with you till 5. Cos will be here at 4. It's been a great season so far for a guy who was absolutely non-existent last year and got crushed rightfully so. But Robert Quinn's been a whole lot better here, Hampton. Oh, yeah. And you know what? The play of the game may have been you know performed by... Him on that strip where Mac got the ball, and then of course uh, Eddie Jackson got it, which took them, you know, took the possession away from them. But I got to tell you, there's a bunch of uh, improvements on this defense before we get to the player of the game. Duke Shelley, the best game he's played as the as the uh, nickelback. Roquan was everywhere once again. Deion Bush better wake up. He got run by for the the second Detroit touchdown, but. Alec Ogletree is a guy that nobody expected to make that kind of a, 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 a impact on the football field this year. He was signed as a fluke in the offseason, and yet he is making play after play. He had nine solo tackles, had one for a loss, one pass defense. 
I got to tell you, the guy is seeming to be, you know, everything and more that we, we could hope for. Uh, hope for. I'm giving it to Ogletree. He, he was a former first-round pick all the way back in 2013 by the St. Louis Rams. I mean, this is a... Uh... Remember how he batted the ball that kept uh, Swift from catching in, in the end zone? He did the same thing when we played them two years ago in New York. He batted a ball up and caught it for an interception. Former Giant, former Jet, yeah. and we're seeing him all over the field pretty much all season long. I'm telling you, it's amazing, and he, he looks pretty slight built. You know, he's not he's not a thumper, but, man, he brings it. And I like the way he plays with a lot of spunk. And we're also seeing Travis Gibson has flashed a ton. He has. You know, he had a strip, a strip sack. Uh, he batted a ball. The guy, and, and you know what, you hate to say it, but, you know, when he's on the field, that means Khalil Mack's not. That's the only bad thing about seeing 99 out there. And Nakeem Hicks leaving with a groin injury on the first play of the game. People were wondering where 96 was. And we missed him a, a little bit, but the Bears defense, give them credit. They, they, they did it when they had to do it today. There, there's no question about it that, that you can't take it away from no matter who they played. And, and, uh, but I can tell you, if you want to go defense – <clears throat> excuse me, and offense, special teams, and coaching. Who was the key person today? Why did we win this football game? And to me, he's head and shoulders above everybody else. Bill Lazor, the new offensive coordinator for the Chicago Bears, and I hope he stays. That's what I saw today. They came to play. The kids played hard. Give it to them. And, and, and they gave it everything they had. But to me, the biggest impact was Bill Lazor with our offensive game plan, and they stuck to it. You know, what's frightening and is... they kept Nagy out of it, Danny. It's frightening how Nagy took the play calling back at the beginning of the year after what we saw he was able to do last year, and then now today, again... Hey, hey, okay, let's go back to the calls. 312-981-7200. Dave in South Florida, your first stop on 720 WGN. Go ahead. Hey, guys, great show as always. Uh, South Florida that uh, I think Hampton's uh, song is going to be number one starting Monday. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Spread it. I just want to uh, – No, go, Dave, go. Go ahead, Dave. I just want to say uh, – the key staff for me will be, you've been talking about it for years, five plays of 20-plus yards yep. going downfield to Robinson, to Mooney. That's what the Bears need. you got to go downfield. Like you said, I, I listen to you every Sunday religiously that you guys got to go down. The Bears have to go downfield. If we do not go downfield, it doesn't open up anything in the middle or in the running game. And I also wanted to give kudos to the defense. Defense showed up, like you guys said. Uh, Robert Quinn finally showed up and earned a paycheck. Amen. Hey, hey David, David, let me let me just say this: what you what you just said there. The one thing that oh, what you know, everybody has receivers. How good, bad, or indifferent. But I'm going to tell you something: our receivers have tremendous speed, and they get separation. And the most important thing about it is they can catch the football in difficult situations. And, and, and that's who we have. We have blinding speed. Get the ball down the field. Make it happen. What the hell could happen? He could actually catch the ball. Or there could be a penalty interference. Or he drops the ball. It, it doesn't matter. Or if it's intercepted, it's like a punt. But when you don't, year after year, game after game day, when you don't even attempt 
to go downfield, that's to me that's just awful. Awful, awful coaching. Last uh, today, hopefully, was the day where we finally are going to open it up and blister downfield. Mooney and Robinson a week ago, three catches for 34 yards. Today, eight for a buck 88. That's a huge difference. Mooney, 64 yards on one play. I almost had, almost had a heart attack. Mooney and Robinson last week, no smiles, borderline heart attack looks on, on their – that was their body, their, their body expression. This week, a lot of smiles. I mean, they looked like they were having the time of their life out there. It was great. All right, Mark in Broadview, welcome to WGN. Go ahead. Hi, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, my question is about the defense and uh, the toll this naggy offense has taken on this team over the years with the three and outs. And hooray, we beat the ugly woman of mine, the Lions. So what? The, the injuries, the missed tackles, the penalties, and the play of Hicks and Mack, Trevathan's out. Well, guess what? Every week in the NFL is a must win. I mean, it's the way it is. Think about this. The Giants go in and beat the Saints the first time the Saints actually played in front of their home crowd in two years. I mean, it's hard to get a win, and you're exactly right. There was a cost of what happened today. But all you can do is beat who's on the field. We did that now. Use what we learned today and and be emboldened to to do what we did successfully and make it a, a, a pattern rather than a, a problem. Well, Mark, I understand where Mark's coming from. Who the hell did we beat today? Okay, that's basically what he's saying. All right, but what the thing is, Mark, is that we finally done some things to help our quarterback. You came in with two tight ends. You, you had play action. Montgomery ran the hell out of the football. And the most, most important thing is that we went downfield and stretched the field. And that should be done in the first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter of every damn remaining game. My God, go down a field, attack, try to put points on the board instead of playing scared-to-death football. Hopefully with Lazor, those days are over with. You don't want to hit rock bottom in life and – who knows if last week was actually rock bottom for the Bears, but they, at least they took advantage of hitting it and did something. If it something. wasn't rock bottom, I don't want to see what rock bottom was. <laughs> Chris and Joliet, welcome to WGN Hampton OB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealer, ChevyDrivesChicago.com. Go ahead, Chris. Hey, how you guys doing? All right, Chris. Uh, my question is, if Matt Nagy gets fired at the end of the season, who do you think is going to replace him, and what's a good fit? <laughs> and my other question is... uh. We need more good, decent linemen. Mitchell Schwartz is on the market. Do you think he can get in? He can get in here and uh, change things up, or no? Mitchell. And Obi, I hope you're doing well. Thanks for taking my call. Mitchell Schwartz is pretty banged up. I don't think that's the answer you're looking for. But drafting someone who could play, <clears throat> unlike Tevin Jenkins, that was my favorite part of, by the way, of, of nagging this week when he's like, "I have no update on Tevin Jenkins. We don't need an update on Tevin Jenkins. We need a game plan, sir." But well, uh, who? who, I, who that, kn- that name should never be involved. Should never. We should never have known that name. All right? The kid in college didn't even play his last three games. Why? Because of his back. And we trade up to get him and give a ton of draft uh, choices away. And the kid, never. I don't. did he have a day of practice with the Bears? No. Before the operator? He had a couple of days in shorts uh, back in the OTAs. Uh, you know, and that goes to pace. And, that, hey, Chris, that's a whole other story. I don't, don't get me started on that guy. Yeah, and whoever the Bears elect Iyer when Matt Nagy leaves here that's just let's let's save that for another day at this point. It's a point. long ways down the road. We yeah. got lots to do. 312-981-7200. Maurice, welcome to WGN. Yes, hello gentlemen. 
um, a good victory for the Bears. And indeed, Zor was the play caller. Dan, I was chanting with you. <laughs> Nagy, do not give a play. Just go away. Anyway, <laughs> to continue, uh, I told you this, OB. Robinson isn't the only weapon. You have the tight ends. You saw Komet, a key play where Montgomery ran in that touchdown. He had a key block. Also, you didn't have any stupid penalties per se by the offensive line. And the penalty they called against Camille Mack, he was going after the ball. He couldn't control his momentum against the guy. I thought that was ticky-tack. Maurice, appreciate it. We're up against the clock here, and I had that argument, and Obi yelled at me in the conference. Well, the, and the reason was he, he hit the quarterback in the head. Yeah, Inadvertent, it was, it, it, well, he wasn't trying to whack him, but, it, you know, trying to strip the ball, you hit the quarterback in the head, it's a penalty now. That's, that, Maurice, that's exactly what it is. You can't, you can't do it for whatever reason, whether intensity or somebody hits your arm and you, and you whack the quarterback in the head, guess what? That flag's coming out. Maurice, if you run into OB on the street, just tell him you think it's a bad rule. He might agree with you. If you just say it's a bad rule, OB, and then then you'll you know be you'll understand, right? You'll, okay. Thank you very much. Okay. Hey, uh, Roots Pizza, Lincoln Square. Are you kidding me? That was awesome today. Those pizzas you brought in were out of this world. How about the antique taco chili cheese curd pizza? That was amazing. Or about that Pub Royale butter chicken pizza? I think Hamp, you might have eaten that one basically by yourself. Uh, you haven't experienced pizza until you've experienced the Chef Series collaboration pizza at Roots Pizza Lincoln Square. You will not be disappointed. And Roots Pizza Lincoln Square wants to remind all those football fans who prefer to stay in on game day. You can order delivery or carry out directly from the restaurant. Roots has their own app and earn loyalty points, and you can redeem special offers. It's available on the App Store or Google Play Store under Roots Pizza. Order pizza, salads, apps, uh, dessert, and even beer and wine through their Roots Pizza app. If you want an awesome game day atmosphere, make sure to check out Roots Pizza in Lincoln Square. Bring your friends. There's something for everyone on the menu. It's a lively pizza spot in the Lincoln Square neighborhood, 2200 West Lawrence Avenue. Thank you to Roots Pizza in Lincoln Square. I'll tell you what, they do a heck of a job. They really do. Tasty, tasty. And... Back to the you know hitting the quarterback in the head. All I know is that when they they brought all these rules to protect the quarterback, and you're just going to have to understand it. And by the way, we're going to Vegas this next week for the game. Ob, you know what they say about Vegas? What happens in Vegas? Maybe we can have Nagy stay in Vegas. Okay. <laughs> that, I tell you what, you're getting slicker and slicker week by week, buddy boy. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Cause after four shows till five at seven twenty. WGN. Hey, but don't be sponsored by your local Chevy dealer, ChevyDriveChicago.com. Chicago went nuts when that play happened. That was just an awesome, awesome moment. Hey, it's time now for Who Brought It Today. That's sponsored by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Illinois, the car to bring through it all. OB, you okay. want to go? The start was Bill Lazur, our new offensive uh, play caller. Let's put it. He's been our offensive uh, guru, but now he's 
they he got the chance to call a game when we really needed a game, a great game to be called. And he stepped up to the plate and did it. And I have to put somebody else, and that'd be one and one A would be Montgomery. His running for three and a half quarters kept us alive, got us some first downs, and moved the ball down the field. And and I'm I'm so I'm giving it to Bill Lazor for stepping up, and putting a hell of a game plan together, and for Montgomery for keeping everything where we could open up the pass game a little bit, little bit because of his running. So it's a one and one a combination, Lazor and Montgomery. So and after the game, uh, Nagy to the media asking about the play calling. Quote: Bill did a great job. So he that, better say something. Well, he's he, anything he, less would be uh, well. Well, he could have played the I don't know who did what whole whatever type of thing that he likes to do. But at least he gave credit where credit was due. Carl in Riverside, welcome to WGN. Go ahead, three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Go ahead, Carl. Gentlemen, it's a good day when the Bears win on my birthday. And number two, I tune in uh, late last night, actually after midnight. And who's on the boop tube but Danimo and Iron Mike along with Johnny Bananas. Now, that's that's a good day. That's entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Carl. Anything else? Uh, no, that's it. Okay, Thank brother. You. Appreciate you, Bye. brother. See, it's always good when you turn on the television and there's Dan Hampton. It's wonderful. And it was great to sit with uh, Coach. He... Uh, was giving some insight on what it was like uh, when he, he was back in his playing days. Uh, you know, you guys would play at Wrigley, and so you got to know all the Cub guys. And you, you'd go out and have a, have a, a few, uh, few pops. You have anybody's on the Cubs back in the day? You, no, I, OB, do you have any friends on the Cubs back in the day when oh, you were playing at Wrigley? all of them. Oh, all of them. Yeah. You know, Ronnie Sano, uh, Randy Huntley, uh, who, by the way, is my favorite Cub of all time. Randy Hundley. Oh my God! What a you know that you talk about a man's man, and, and he was a catcher for the Cubs forever. You talk about a, a guy that led a team and understood what it meant about winning. Randy Huntley. Are you kidding me? Heads yeah. above everybody else. Yeah. And there are a lot of great players then. Okay, but believe me, he was my favorite. Yeah, and that uh, you know when you bring up Wrigley, and then you makes you think about Soldier, and then it makes you think about the Bears being in Arlington Heights. Would the fans have enjoyed it as much today if they, when they when this game is being played against the Lions in Arlington Heights in 2028? I think they would have. Didn't they could have came to uh, OB's casino across the street? We're <laughs> building it in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> that that will be... Go to the callers. 312-981-7200. We got Kaz coming up after 4 o'clock. It's time now for the BBB Trusted Review, brought to you by the Better... Business Bureau, and uh, yes, let's give our guy, David Montgomery, who's under a little bit of uh, concern right now. Can Let's just get that, uh, let's get that touchdown on the board here. Montgomery running left. Touchdown, Chicago. The Bears march it right down the field and score on their opening series. 75 yards, they eat up 6 minutes and 11 seconds. It's a great way to start the ball game. Set the tone immediately into the end zone, and once uh, they got down the field to see him actually punch it in was huge. I think he broke three or four tackles and carried three guys into the end zone. That's good stuff. Man, I, let's just hope that uh, David Montgomery is A-OK. Uh, 
Hey, couple weeks off. Let's. How about how about just a sprain? Can we get a sprain here? Let's not have a let's not have an ACL tear, but we'll have to wait and see. You know, it just brings me back to real quickly to I couldn't believe that they were walking that kid off that field. You don't do that. Believe me, you do not do that. Uh, it was just hard to believe. Really, really, really hard to believe that that's exactly what you happened. Put him on a cart and take him in. All right, coming up after 4 o'clock, we'll have Kaz with you. Your phone calls as well, 312-981-7200. Bears 24, the Lions 14. It's Hamp and OB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers, ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN. Bears defense starting to tighten up. Gutting it out. Bears 24, the Lions 14. Bears are 2-2. Two two. Hamp and OB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. I want to play something from earlier in the week that's set up today and might set up the future. But first, Hamp, you want to discuss the first drive today. Well, I think it may be uh, kind of uh, hand-in-glove with what you're talking about with Bill uh, Lazor. Uh Folks, if you're getting in from church or you were getting up from lunch or whatever and you missed the Bears' opening drive, well, you missed something pretty special. It was the best drive the Bears' offense has put together, I think, in two years. For the moment in time where all the the hoopla about how catastrophically bad the offense was a week ago, it was important to come out and kind of set a tempo. And on that opening drive, the very first play was two tight end set, which made OB happy. And Montgomery went for 10 yards. So now it's first down. And then we kept, you know, gutting it out. And as we get down the field, we are in a third and six. And unfortunately, Darnell Mooney ran a five yard out on third and six. And so now it's fourth and one. And guess what? We went for it for the first time in a long time. Now, what they, what they did told me a whole lot. They, they not only had confidence in what their plan was, but more importantly, what they felt like they could do throughout this game by controlling the line of scrimmage. And so it's fourth and one. They went, uh, 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 toss crack and Montgomery went for a first down and then we went on down and scored down at the goal line we went three tight ends and punched it in with a load I'm just telling you that first drive I turned to uh, OB and I said guess what that was the best drive the Bears offense has produced in two years and guess what the rest of the game it became a lot easier well they got the rhythm going Dan they had as many first downs in the first quarter as they did all of last week, and I, good stuff. Yeah, I was. And that. I know it's Detroit. I know, I know. But still, those dudes are making millions of dollars too. So I, I want to go back so we can go forward here because you know maybe we're giving too much credit to Bill Lazor rescuing the Bears, but no, I mean, we're not. But we're probably, but maybe we're not. So this was him last week, and he was asked like, "Hey." Can a loss like this, when you had one net yard of passing and you were sacked nine times, could it haunt the Bears? Is this something that other teams can look at, the way you 
did or did not protect and say, hey, this is how we can attack the Bears? I think so. an issue that you have to deal with. I, I think the players specifically have to look at what hurt them individually and assume that the teams you're playing study you, just like we study rushers and, and what are their moves and how they do it. So specifically, the players have to take a look in the mirror. Okay, this is what I put on film, so be ready. And then as an offense, we have to make sure, okay, this is, this is what they're going to see. Usually, usually, even if you solve the problem the next week, it's going to last a couple weeks. Excuse me, because people are going to be watching that film for a couple weeks. People are going to, just like we do, right at the beginning of the week, I get the stats, and it, and it says, okay, uh, we're playing the Lions. This is the stats from week one. This is from week two, week three. So you see what happened in every game. Say, oh, wow, that uh, somebody ran the ball for this yards per rush against them. Let's really study how they did it and see if that applies to us. They're going to do the same thing with our pass protection. So that's going to – the last game of the season, people might still look at that number of sacks and go back. So we better solve it. And, and again, my focus obviously is on the, the, the scheme part of it. Do we have enough tools and answers for our guys? Um, and when you have that many – I know I, I'm not trying to give like a canned answer, but it is pretty shared. Like scheme, throwing the ball on time, technique – we have more answers and, and different things we could do. I mean, it's, it's hard to have that many pass protection issues and not honestly say it was shared. So I just loved the honesty. Yes, that's going. they're going to use it against us. Yes, it's on me and everybody. It's not just me. It's everywhere. And so you knew that he had the urgency, and they clearly were giving him, hey, you're calling plays. So that was just a sign that, you know, it's, it's going to be different this week, and, and it was. Well, and, and, you know, and I've said it many times, so much of what you hear from Nagy is psychobabble. It's a bunch of, you know, you know, good time rock and roll nonsense. And I think players need to know that it, what he was saying is true. It's shared. It's not on the quarterback he gets sacked. Now. It, it's the left tackle getting beat out of his stance. It's the fact that, that you didn't have a combo block on a west block when you you know you blow it and the guard turns to the right and lets somebody go. So honesty is the best policy. And guess what? It paid off today because we were so much more efficient on offense. Only one sack, OB. And that was, you know, a, a strip and uh, turned into a pretty big loss. But uh, but the thing was, Justin Fields got mauled, and yet he gets up off the ground and goes and gets the ball before Detroit does, which was remarkable. Well, the the, the thing, Dan, it, just like last week, to go through that whole game, okay, and not make one adjustment, not one, and you come out today with a new offensive caller, okay, in Lazor, and have him completely change the game plan and to start out with the twin tight ends, which is, I mean, it's that folks, that's not a revelation. I mean, that, that's been done for decades and decades. You bring a keep, leave a back in, a chip lock. Uh, there's so many things that you could do. And under Nagy, we did nothing and took a beating for no reason because of a bad, bad game plan that nobody would switch out of, okay, which was so easy to do. So what happened today, again, is good. It's a plus, and I understand. I know who we're playing, and that has a lot to do with it. But I'll tell you what I did like was the ability of Fields, his accuracy, his ability to when to put the heat on the pass, when to lob it, lob it a little bit, and that's 
that is a nice thing to see. Yeah, yeah, no, I, no. I just just to back you up on that, Obi. This is one more Bill Lazor just talking about Justin Fields and knowing who he has at quarterback and what he went through last week. Bill, in your experience, when a young guy gets hit like that as often as he got hit, can that travel with him from week to week? I don't think it's going to travel with this. Is this is you were talking about a tough guy. I, I think hopefully, you, well, you guys saw that one shot he took. Uh, what game was that in the preseason? Buffalo. Yeah, this is a tough guy physically and mentally. So I, I do. I'm not concerned. What's Good the- question. Bill, what did you learn about Justin, both in that moment and then how he has responded? I loved how he practiced yesterday. And so what is the ultimate uh, big picture answer to your question? Like what comes from that? I don't know. But I love what I saw yesterday. To me, that was that was positive evidence that even though we had bad, he's going to turn it to good by learning from it. I, I thought he came out and really had a, a great practice yesterday. Well, that's and and that's that's correct, Coach. Okay, but, but the bottom line is this: what you see is what you get. Okay, when you don't change the game plan, you're going to get mauled. When you're getting mauled, getting mauled, and the second quarter you don't change it. The third quarter you're going to keep getting mauled. What you see is what the hell you get. And what you saw today was a total different game plan. You saw a kid who could operate out of the pocket. And he's elusive, and he made accurate plays. That's what you saw today, and that came from coaching. So again, what the hell you see is what you get. Good job, Bill Lazor, our official Bear Savior. Right? I like that. Well, I like it. So far, so good. I like it. Where do you think we'd be if Daggy was calling today? It wouldn't. It, uh, not as good. That's why you're officially the Savior Lazor. Hey, he's back. Another Savior. Our longtime sponsor, and that's Nationwide Agent. Jeff Vukovic. Vuk! For all your auto, home, business needs, contact Vuk at jeffvuk.com. Vuk! And remember, OB, Nationwide is on your side. If they beat the Raiders, Nationwide is on your side singing it. Absolutely. No? Absolutely. Listen, that's an absolute they'll go out there, and, and they're going to have a good mental attitude this week. Hopefully they take it from day to day in practice and, and go to Las Vegas and take all the chips. Yeah, hey, hey, take all the chips. Take Let's all the go chips. Go all in, baby. 312-981-7200. Room for a couple calls coming on back here with you till 5. Hampton will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN. Flags everywhere. The other side of the motion. time for the Muller Auto Game Changing Moment. Sponsored by the Muller family of dealerships in Hoffman Estates, Gurney, Highland Park, and Maryville. I think Obi's been texting with Mr. Muller, perhaps. Yeah, I, I, we've been texting back and forth. He likes the Bears. Yeah, yeah they, got, they got six stores. I mean, they're in Indiana, Maryville, they're, they're all over. What do we got for our Game Changing Moment? All right, it was a huge turnover that uh, the defense was able to um, enjoy. It was 7 nothing. Detroit had driven in the end of the first quarter down to the south end zone. They were inside the five-yard line, and, and Jared Goff, 
in a you know inexplicable manner walks to the line of scrimmage i guess he's trying to help his offensive line with the protection and the center inadvertently snaps the ball it hits him in the crotch and ricochets across the line of scrimmage right into bela nichols hands and it stopped almost you know you know a, a a chance for them to tie the game and at that moment you know you're thinking what in the world was that i've, I've watched the game 40 <clears throat> years ob i've never seen anything like that well uh, yeah if, yeah if you have the last four years the they, the bears uh, defense they get the tip of the ball the bounce of the ball it's unbelievable and let's, let's keep it going why not and just for the record, that was sweet. And the Lions at least got one break today when Goff lost it. It bounced off the turf and he got it right back. And that was one of the better moments for Jared Goff in his Detroit Lions. How many times, Toby, did you say today, this Jared Goff, I, I, I can't believe this guy is, 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 is this bad. Well, I'll tell you what, 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 what really struck me, obviously this is a passing league, and his accuracy was absolutely not there. And this kid's been around for a while, all right? That just didn't happen. And he missed targets one after another. They were open. He he wasn't even the same zip code. Guys, and you know, in, in an abstract way, this is this is good for the Bears. Remember, Jared Goff was the first overall player taken in the 2016 draft, and yet Sean McVay, the head coach of the Rams, is like, I've seen enough. He traded Jared Goff to Detroit for two number ones and a number three and some cash. To get Matt Stafford. Now, we saw Stafford in the opening uh, week of the season. I'm glad we don't have to see him twice a year over in Detroit. Boy, I tell you what, you talk about a passing quarterback, Matt Stafford. Just watch the Rams this year, folks. He's going to be putting that. He's going to flood those fields down deep. He's going to be unbelievable. He's the poster child for... He was in a terrible situation. People are like, I don't know about Stafford. He You're was, right. He was trying. Right. He's a great player. Yeah. You're right. W- Wayne, Indiana, you want to talk about the defense? Go ahead. You're on 720 WGN. How's it going, man? All my big-time heroes here, man. I'm telling you what, in Dan Animal, my mama, she died 97 years old, but you were her favorite bear of all time. So you, you're always her favorite, buddy. Oh, bless, bless anyway. her heart. Thank you. Thank you. You, got, you betcha, God. Hey, uh, uh, I was wondering – if you think that Sean Desai, um, thank God he's there this year, I think so. You think he's going to play enough of the Fangio-type defense to get us playing like we did the last year, Fangio uh, coached us, and, and get get the defense running and, 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 and flying all over the place and doing doing like they should again, like 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 we're used to having good Bears teams play. Thanks, hey, Wayne. Wayne, let, uh, let me just jump in here real quickly and give you a real quick, fast answer for me. i tell you what, the next four games – We'll see how good he is, and we'll see how good the Bears' defense is. I, I, for the record, and maybe I'm putting too much on what he says, but watching Sean Desai's press conferences, they're not like Vic Fangio. I loved when Fangio would get in front of the microphone and give you a very straight answer exactly what was going on with the defense. When I listen to Desai, he sounds a lot like Matt Nagy. Well, I'm just talking about the quality of the opponents. Yeah, I know. Four. I know. And, and, and again, Wayne, that's when we'll see how good – how good he is. And it all comes down to his his ability to answer situations and make adjustments. Not only set up the game plan, but remember, that was one of the great things that Buddy Ryan had, that you when George Allen back in the day, they it. would adjust defensive you know, call sets, uh, attacks, throughout the course of the game because 
a lot of times what you you know like we went into Cleveland with a, a certain offensive game plan that was blown up the first drive, and yet we never adjust. The good ones, they're smart enough to adjust, and I think what you're worried about, does he have the answers? It's been four weeks, but I'll tell you this. He's getting the kids to play really hard. There are, there, I don't see a bunch of guys loafing and missing tackles, and even Eddie Jackson is starting to play a little bit better. Which is a zillion times more important than what he's saying to the media. So my, my concern is way, way, way down the list. I mean, so far, so good with Sean Desai. Catherine, Wisconsin, 312-981-7200. You're on WGN. Go ahead. Hey, guys, up here in Packer country, um, but uh, a season ticket holder for the Bears. Did you guys notice in the fourth quarter that Maggie had that damn playlist back in his hand? Was he calling the plays at the end? I know exactly, Catherine. I know I saw him too, and guess that ran through my mind also. I figured, no, he's all of a sudden things are going great. Now it's at the end of the game. Now he's going to jump in, and like he's the guy, he's the main guy that's been calling it. And Lazar was just a, a, a communication guy. That's what I thought. I know exactly what she's talking about. He walking around with that card for that board over his the mouth Denny's, and screaming uh, and talking to people. <laughs> <laughs> One day I like to see him swallow that card or try to swallow it. You know what? We all had the same reaction when they they took that shot on the sidelines. Look. We all know. We all know what has transpired the last couple of weeks. And now with the win, with confidence, now we go on the road. It's going to be a tough, it's going to be a tough game. We know that. But all those things being said, you know, at some point, you have to believe that and going to the defense. Let me go back to this real quick. Think about who has gotten better on offense with Nagy coaching them. Did Trubisky get better? No, he got run out of town. The offensive line tackles, they, they will let go. I, I'm just saying, look at the defense. You can say whatever you want, but Sean Desai has gotten, I think, Roquan Smith playing better than he did a year ago. I think he's got, uh, uh, the, to the kid Ogletree. Yep. He's, he was on the street. He, he was our player of the game. I think, uh, what about, uh, Quinn? Quinn was a no show last year. He was, he, he was a fraud. This year, he's made big play after big play. And remember that without Kyle Fuller, now it's up to Jalen Johnson to become the number one corner. He's holding up, folks. I'm telling you, the players on defense are getting better, not worse. And the young guys, I mean, you teed up early in the show, Hamp. You said you mentioned, you, you mentioned Duke Shelley, uh, Travis Gibson, and... Even Eddie Jackson, who's not young anymore, but he was nowhere to be found. At least you're seeing him once in a while now. But th- this young man named Blackson, he's yeah. made plays. He's everywhere. Yeah, Bela Nichols. You know, Eddie Goldman came back today. Wasn't really like a big factor. But at some point, you have to say, <clears throat> are, is this the right guy? Is this the – hey, all the arrows are pointing up for Sean Desai on defense right now. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Obi's got a smile on his face, so I'm looking forward to finding out what that is after the uh, news. Uh, just Tonga. Oh uh, yeah, well that what was. What about Tonga? Well, he, he's had two questionable calls, and both of them are based in being aggressive. I like that. 
He hit the quarterback. And I, that was a questionable call. And today, when we got the fumble, he was picking somebody off, off over the pile. That's what we used to live for. He's the seventh-round pick that they're, that they're coaching up, OB. Tonga. There I we like go. Him. 4.30. Check it news. 7.20 WGN. When news breaks in Chicago or the world, you'll hear it here, and we'll talk about it here. This is Chicago's... Here's the... Johnson, Fox TV, who had a slightly better day in the booth than Akeem Tlaib. He gave it his ball. He's trying. He's trying. Bears win 24-14. News coming out after the game. Uh, David Montgomery, left knee injury. And then adding on to that, Damian Williams, who the Bears need desperately if Montgomery is hurt, has a quad injury. Uh, Don't know how severe on either and also, Matt Nagy saying that, in all due respect, quote, this will be the last time I talk about it as far as who is calling the plays. He gave credit to Bill Lazor, the savior. Lazor, the savior, is how we're going with it here on. Sure, because he knows what a, what a pathetic failure he was. Well, and I'm sure he's been told <clears throat> by people above him that you're doing a lousy job. You don't know what you're doing. I'll get, I'd bet on it. I would bet on that that he's been told that, and he doesn't want to talk about it. So that's interesting that you say that, Ob. Do we think, Hamp? Are you with Ob that uh, Ryan Pace got with his coach and said either hey. him or somebody else well, it, told him you're done? It couldn't. It's not going to be Ted. It ain't going to be Virginia. It's got to be Pace. Has got to do it. If someone's going to do it, he's got to do it. Yeah. I don't think it's Pace. It has really? to be George McCaskey. I, George that McCaskey. Would be my, that would be my guess. Because yeah. again, George McCaskey's nobody's fool. Exactly. And George has the guts to go up to somebody, and I would say that would be my bet. And I would even bet on it, Dan, that he told him, "You're done. You're not calling another game." At some point, you you know, if indeed. Nagy is all about solutions, as you just brought up in the break. That's, That's embarrassing. Okay, well, guess what? In an abstract way, he found a solution to take himself out of the play-calling role. He didn't. Somebody took him out. But, and I think we're a little closer to the truth than, than you think we are. Today. And I, 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 Sooner or later, it'll come out. But I'll tell you this. By hook or crook, he's out. Now, if I'm a player on the team, I don't care. Because I know that the, the you know Bill Lazor's offense gives me a better chance to not only perform but to win. And when it's all stripped away, yeah, everybody's going to make money, whether you're in Detroit or you're in Kansas City. People get paid, and it's not like it was when I played, where you could be on a you know a good player on a bad team, and you never ever you know make the salaries that somebody in dallas or someone else would but i'll tell you this sooner or later there is like a um what what like a groundswell on a team where somebody has to basically call it out and if it's george mckeskey credit to him but you know what's sad is that somehow some way nagy 
doesn't have the the humility to to look at his record as a play caller and see how horrible it is. As you said, he's an abject failure. His offense is never ranked above like 23 in any of the years that he's been here. And, you know, at some point, if you don't, you know, there's a reason why Jared Goff is in Detroit. We saw it today. He couldn't cut it. He couldn't make the throws that was needed and was necessary for the Rams to go to the next level. And that's why they got rid of him. Nagy has to understand there's going to be changes if he impedes the process and progress of this offense. You know what, Danny? This is a very, very serious game. This is a very brutal and vicious game. Okay? And and in 17 games, excuse me, a lot of things can happen out there. And, and, and when I quickly I look back at the 11 years that I played, I lost three teammates. Three teammates died, and I had an opponent, as a matter of fact, who played for the Detroit Lions, a kid by the name of Chuck Hughes, dropped dead 10 yards in front of me on the field when we were playing Detroit up in Detroit. Three teammates while I was playing, and one opponent dropped dead on the field. If you don't think this is a serious game, and you don't and you don't take this game serious. I don't care if you're a coach, an owner, a general manager, a player, who the hell you are. If you haven't, you better start thinking about it. You better start thinking about it. Try to win every game you can, <clears throat> excuse me, and try to get the best personnel as coaches and play callers that you could get and find. And the one thing that we know, Nagy is not the person. Let's hope Lazur is the person. This game, again, I'll say it again, it's a vicious, very, very, very extremely tough game to play. And a lot of crazy things can happen out there. Okay, case, Make sure you got the right people, Bears. Case in point, we don't know how bad Montgomery's hurt. But to squander what he has been able to give you the first four weeks of the season and this offense not be heads and shoulders better than it is right now. Everybody in the league would love to have a, a running back that's, that doesn't go down on first or second or third con- uh, contact. And yet, our offense has been abysmal until today because of his, his inability to realize what is needed as far as not only play design, but the practicing of it, the implementation of the plays, but to call them in a timely manner like we saw today. Well, what I saw defensively again, <clears throat> we're there. We can, we can, we can get into the playoffs. We could win with this defense. All right. Was, was it like it was in 28? No, no, it's not, but it's, but it's still there. But we're talking about Montgomery, Danny. This kid, for these first four games that we've played, I'll tell you what, it's been all him offensively. It's been all him. He doesn't give up. And boy, I hope, Montgomery, I I hope, son, that your knee is something that can be remedied and you can get back on the field, hopefully, this coming week or whatever. I hope it's nothing serious because I'll tell you what, son, you are one hell of a football player and you're a true champion. He tweeted after the game, David Montgomery did, in bold letters, you are an awesome God with three exclamation points. So some people are 
speculating that maybe perhaps that means the injury isn't as bad. Uh, Roquan Smith saying, quote, I know that guy is a warrior. No one works as hard as him, so I know he'll be back pretty soon. So there is some optimism coming out of Soldier Field on the severity of the injury we shall see. Well, that that we don't know, but I like the optimism. Yeah. You know, yeah. hopefully that he comes through. 312-981-7200. we got 15 minutes to go on the show. We could take some calls. Jim in Rockford, you've been waiting patiently. Welcome to WGN. Hey, boys. Hope you're well. Right, anyway, Jim. my comment... My comment was, is I want Matt Nagy fired on this win, and this is why. Because I know what we have, and I don't want him ruining this kid. I thought it was a great game today. I thought it was a great game that was um, called by Lazor, Bill Lazor. Um, but, you know, we know what we have now, and I don't want him the ability to screw this up. So whatever we have to do, if we have to move the offensive coordinator to the head coach, at least in term, I'd be great with that. Um, I thought, shout out to Roquan Smith. I thought Roquan had a hell of a game. He always does. He's a great player. Um, our, Our safety and our secondary was questionable, but we don't have a whole lot of guys back there. So anyway, anyway, I'd like your guys' comment on uh, trying to save Justin Fields as far as that goes. Thanks, Jim. Well, I'll tell you what. I, obviously, for, <clears throat> from what I saw today, uh, the kid showed a lot. I mean, he showed a lot. Poise, uh, his ability to sit and communicate with Lazer or Laser, whatever, however you want to call it, be on the bench, sit there, and they were, and every time the camera would catch him, he, those two were together. Okay. He wasn't walking around anywhere, and Laser wasn't walking around talking to somebody else. They were in communicado. They were communicating with each other. I like to see that. And hopefully this kid here, but what's, I tell you, can tell you what, Jim, what's going to be important here next four games, and especially this next game, we're playing away in Las Vegas. Watch out. They don't bring the house after this kid, so we better be ready. You know, when I was kind of assessing what Sean Desai, the defensive coordinator's influence has been thus far, you know, a fourth of the way through the season, if you will, how many players have gotten better? And you just mentioned Roquan. Roquan's playing better this year than ever before. And other players – Offensively, they, they, they haven't gotten better, Dan. That, well, that, well and who's in charge of it? An but offensive here, but wait, line can't play. But think about what quarterback has gotten better. Mike Glennon was given an $18 million contract Guaranteed. to come here, and he played like a bum. Trubisky was the second overall pick in the NFL first round, and he was run out of town. And then we brought Nick Foles in. Nick Foles won a Super Bowl. And by the fifth or sixth week of playing in Nagy's offense, everybody couldn't wait to run him out of town. So I'm just saying there is a lot of truth to what our friend in Rockford just pointed out, that at some point you have to realize that the long-term importance of Justin Fields far outweighs Matt Nagy's feelings. Justin Fields today, courtesy of our friend Kevin Fishbane of The Athletic on Twitter, 12.29 yards per attempt. That's from Next Gen Stats. So only Mitchell Trubisky 
13.62 versus Tampa in 2018 in his greatest game as a Bear, which was a total fluke in Tampa, the worst defense we've ever seen that day, has had a better yards per average for a Bears quarterback in the game since 1985. So this is his second start, granted against the Lions, but if you look at his throw chart, it's all over the field. 11 for 17. No, and that's what I I said when we first came on. To see what this kid's able to do when he has not only proper offensive plays, but they're, they're, they're handled and designed to suit his skills. And you get the running game going, you got the two tights, you got this, the play action, then he's able to make those, those beautiful throws down the field. It's, it's, it, it, it again, He's the most important player, not only on this roster this year, but for the next 10 years. Find out who can make him better. I don't think Matt Nagy has a, a clue. Well, Dan, the truest thing you said there, what did we do? Throwing the ball down the field. My, my, my. Your Chicagoland McDonald's is hiring right now. Get more than just a job. Start building your future today working at a McDonald's. You'll get paid time off and a flexible schedule. So working there also works for you. You can achieve your goals and keep moving up with tuition assistance and the opportunity for growth. Of course, you'll get free employee meals. Apply today at careers.mcdonalds.com. Jobs you apply for may be in a restaurant owned by a franchisee, not McDonald's. Franchisees are responsible for all employment at their restaurants. Once- Real quick, I, I just want to say the offensive line. You know, they, they were torched last week, and they should have been em- embarrassed. But they bounced back today. And you know what? They weren't perfect, but they were miles ahead of what they showed the first three weeks of the season. And a lot of it had to do with the fact that we had an offensive coordinator not putting them in, in impossible situations. Danny, Everything, every little things matter. Danny, what helped our offensive line was the opening play. We went to a twin Titans uh, situation, and we ran it for four quarters. That's what helped the offensive line were the two extra blockers. Final timeout. Come on back. If you want to slip in a call, feel free. 312-981-7200. We'll roll through as many as we can. Bears win 24-14. Hampton OB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers. ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN. Bears win 24-14. The Raiders are up next. Their friend John Gruden, always entertaining. Derek Carr and company. Take a little peek at that in a second, but you guys want to sneak in our people that have been waiting patiently? Let's do it. Dave, go quick. You're driving home from Soldier Field. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Uh, it's great talking to a couple legends. Uh, Hamp, OB, I've loved you guys forever. Um, I, I want to comment about what you said before the break. Yeah, the offensive line played better, but we played a, a really bad defensive line. Those guys couldn't stop. They couldn't tackle at all. They were horrible. Let's see how they are the next couple weeks, but I still do not have faith in this offensive line, even though Bill Lazor is a better play caller, but the O-line still got to play better the next couple weeks. Thanks a lot, guys. You got it, Dave. Right, D- uh, Dave, I agree with you 100%. I'm not sold on these five guys. <clears throat> uh, the, the, the prior week, my God, i never seen five guys get thrown around like a bunch of rag dolls in my life. And I'll tell you what, you got to step up. You got to meet the challenge. Now we're, we won today, but why did we win? They came with a twin tight end set up. That's why they got the help of the two extra blockers. Okay? 
Each man off the center, inside head up, out, inside head up, out, to the strong and to the weak side. We'll see how good they are in about four weeks. Speaking of those tight ends, Cole Komet had three targets today, caught one ball. We didn't see Jimmy Graham. Is anybody worried about Cole Komet? I'm not. No. They, what do you think? They, they, had, they had to use Graham and Cole Komet in, to block. To block. That's I, why. I, I get it. That's I, why we got better. Okay. Okay. I'd, l- I'd love to see, at least at some point down the line, or Cole Komet catching a bunch of footballs. I'm sure the Komet family would love that, too. Oh, are you kidding me? Absolutely. I, I would have that kid. With, you put Graham in that tight end, have him block. Put Cole Komet in that slaughter at a wideout and put him in motion. You, he'd create havoc out there. Wayne, we got a minute. Be quick. Go ahead. Hey, the Bears won the coin toss today like they when they do, and they always defer. Um, uh, but we took the ball, went right down the field. Whose decision was that? Do you think that was Nagy's or Lasers? Because we, uh, we never do that, and we did it today, and we went down the field and scored. So uh, that, that's my question. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks, Wayne. I think it was a combination of about three things. Number one, they don't want to wait. They want to be proactive, and they want to go out and try to score early put Detroit in a hole, kind of kind of get a, a redemption of, of of themselves, if you will, by being, you know, able to to go down and 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 get points and going for it on fourth and one on the opening drive, I think set the tone for the the day, OB. There's no question about it. You know, it it was today you could just see it. There was a different philosophy out there. I mean, from I, again, when you see that that twin tight end set, when we when you go out on offense, you know, I didn't expect that. I thought maybe to see well one tight end, or maybe some kind of a, a a different kind of a formation. But boy, they came out. They made a statement. They were they knew exactly what they were going to do in their line blocking, utilizing our tight ends. And with Montgomery running and going to play action and going downfield, it was one hell of a game plan today. Let's hope they can keep it up and execute today like they did the next four weeks. Obi, tell everybody thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening. See you next week. 2 o'clock pregame next week. It's a 3 o'clock kickoff, and then we're on for two hours after the game at 6 o'clock. There'll be some playoff baseball going on. ho, ho, Nagy's calling. He's got to go. We'll see you next week on 720 WGN.